0: Welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're talking about As the Crow Flies, season one, episode five, which Asla just like continues to get everything she wants. The adults are now entrapped in Asla's romantic drama plan, and (laughs) everything is just horrible to watch. Um, Sophia provided some very colorful play by play as she was watching this episode, so I'm excited to hear all of her comments on it eski is still drinking tea but maybe just drags at this point
1: no i have like i don't know what fraction of the tea of this is like maybe one fifth of it left so <laughs> soon to be zero zero fifths
0: <laughs> that's more than i've got
1: you, you were you just uh slinging some wine back what was that
0: no no it uh, was juice uh, okay <laughs> Juice like, glass. <laughs> I don't think I'm quite to the wine point but if I have to watch another episode of Osla getting everything she wants I think it will be wine
1: just like move straight
2: to a bottle yeah.
0: or vodka just straight <laughs> vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia you have anything any tea
2: no no tea
1: not till later anyway <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay so now we're gonna i'm gonna take us through what happened in this episode feel free to interrupt a lot of machinations going on so we shall see okay so in a flashback we see young i don't want to say young because they're still young but young Gur, Lale, and Muge talking about being co-anchors, uh, which is a big reveal, I think. For me, it was. Mm-hmm. So we learned that they started out their careers like on equal levels. So that's very interesting. Um, we see that Salim is the owner of a restaurant, which I think was also new information. I kind of just thought he was like the sexy house husband, but apparently he has a job. And he likes to flirt by giving women free food, which I'm into.
1: Also, their house makes a lot more sense knowing that he's a very successful restaurateur, in my opinion. Like, the, I, I mean, like, yes, prominent media figures do make money, but like that, that house is insane. So I was very, I was struggling to believe it.
0: <laughs> yes, they both have very lucrative careers. I think. Although all he does is like lounge and lean sexily in his restaurant (laughs) while he gives away freebies. So I don't know how much money he's making.
2: Also, if he only has one restaurant, I feel like that's not as profitable as having several restaurants.
0: Maybe this is the, all these flashbacks are in different restaurants. We just don't know it. They just have identical tables by the window. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um.
0: Okay. Asla takes poor, hospital-ridden Ozge's job and binder and is like the happiest little clam that she could be. And uh, they go to their weekly meeting get-together thing, and some dude asks the question that I've been asking this whole time, which is, why are you so happy to be an assistant? I thought you wanted to be a journalist. Weren't you a journalism major? And she's like, "But out of my business. I'm happy. And that's pretty much all the answers we get to that. Um, we learned that Asla and Kanan are going to here for journalism purposes that will be revealed later. Still kind of vague. And Asla is so weird when she's one-on-one with Lale. I can't believe that Lale isn't like completely creeped out by this behavior. But basically, Asla convinces Lale that she needs a certain particular pair of shoes that go with her. Outfit. And so she needs to be able to go to her house and stir up some more trouble. So then Asa goes to Lale and Salim's beautiful house, and Salim is there. And this I really didn't understand. So jump in if you did. But basically, she says, Oh, I left Kanan's bracelet here by accident. Can I have it back? And then Salim looks like completely devastated when she leaves. So I, but like, wasn't that a confession that Kanan was never actually in their house?
1: No, I think he I think Sadim assumed that she was covering for Lale because she's her assistant. Oh. So I think he was like, Oh yeah, yeah, okay, sure. It's in the whatever, it's in the drawer. So oh. that's what that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah
0: I did not get that. I was so, yeah. confused, but he was so upset. Yeah, it's like
1: it's very I don't know, it's like insane go- insanely good reading of Sadim by um Osla to know that like she can kinda like kind of absolve herself of any kind of suspicion, but like Still, still make him
0: She's doing it on Lale's. yeah
1: role. yeah very I don't know like it wouldn't have worked for like for me for example I would be like oh wow I was wrong in my assumption might be uh, right. but like him like he's so convinced already then she knew that he was so convinced that it, it worked perfectly wow <laughs> hate her wow wow
0: wow she's so smart oh my she's god so smart <laughs> okay 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 now um ugh, Asla gets the passcode to Lale's phone which is obviously a disaster uh, looks at her photos and looks at like the geo tags of her photos which i'm not sure i know how to do but is pretty creepy It just and... kind of
1: shows up on i think there's an iphone setting It looked like she had an iphone because on, yeah. on mine some images i received from other people with that that setting turned on just automatically show it in big text at the top oh. but like i don't know how to do it for myself but anyway it's a setting
2: <laughs> it it makes it makes like slideshows and stuff yeah, yeah like yeah. mine does slideshows on its own.
1: yeah
0: Yikes. Um, okay. La- Asla keeps ragging on Lale when they're one on one in like the weirdest, most like kiss ass way. And she's like, Oh, your life is so hard. Don't you want to just let go? So she like bullies Lale into having champagne with her. And then they get drunk off of a bottle of champagne, more to come on the what the fuck section. But that was not very much champagne to be like stumbling drunk. And then Asla goes bumps into Kanon. oh no, first she plants Lale with like a oh my lost love story to try and get her like prime to be into Kanon. i think then she bumps into Kanon and is like oh we're drunk you should drive Lale back or in some manner implies that and then also says oh she was telling me all about your trip to um K'yuk'u and your rose-colored shirt and this is all information that she gleaned from Lale's phone. So it's incredibly creepy. And Kenan is just lapping it up. He's like so into this whole romantic story. So he takes her home. Asla also, at this point, has called Selim and said that Kenan and Lale were drinking all night and that they're leaving together. So Selim has even more to be suspicious of. Ugh. Um. Then we get Asla and Yusuf being, like, semi-domestic, semi-creepy as fuck. And I still have no read on whether she likes him at all. I, like, I don't know if she has emotions.
1: If it's up to me, like, she, like, she's, like, he's, to her, he's, like, her plaything, But I think he's way smarter than he's, than she's giving him credit for. And I hope that he's her downfall. Because he's, like aware of everything that's going on and is also very smart and sneaky so I hope I hope he just like fucks her over (laughs) it's my hope
0: (laughs) I really like that interpretation I hope that that's what's going on because she talks down to him a lot uh then we get a what I thought because he calls her a psychopath and we get a cut scene cut and I thought oh my god it's going to be Oslo's backstory of being a psychopath child but it's just Lolly's child some dumb scene whatever Um then we see Lale and Kenan's breakup. We don't really get a reason except that he's apologizing. So I'm assuming that he cheated on her or something. And but she says
2: that he's toxic, that he's like toxic for her. Right, right. Which he's it seems like he's controlling controlling or Mm -hmm. something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. True, true, true. Uh he's clearly obsessive. That much is very clear. Mm -hmm. Uh so they go to Eski Shahir and Lale broadcasts about Next-gen energy investments, but she catches them in some sort of lie. She's very excited. Kanan kind of, like, makes a grab romantic move for her, and she gently rebuffs him. Yusuf and Osler are just, like, watching the TV at home on the couch, and Yusuf's like, what is your goal here, which is something that we all want to know. So thank you, Yusuf, for asking. Maybe that's the whole point of Yusuf is that he can actually ask her questions, and we don't have to just be, like, watching her face all the time. And she says that she wants Lale's job, which is a new goal that we had suspected, but we didn't know for sure. So now we know that she's going to take her job, but not by being a good journalist, just by creepy lying, stalking behavior. Asla then orders champagne for Kinnan's room. Kinnan assumes it comes from Lale. Kinnan goes to Lale's room and Oh, and, and we also see a flashback where Muge and Lale host the first episode of The Other Side together. And then the execs are like, well, we just need Lale in front of the camera. Goodbye, Muge. And it's like really, really mean. <laughs> and I don't understand how they couldn't have come to this conclusion before the first episode of the show. But basically Lale feels really bad about it but she's also not, she didn't feel bad about it in front of the execs, right? Mm-hmm. So like, what is that really worth? And Kenan is like, it, it'll be fine. I'll produce, Muge will be the editor and you'll be this talent in front of the camera at the end. And he kind of just like dictates what's going to happen. And they tell Lale to leave and go see Selim. And Muge says that Selim and Lale are going to get married and Kenan looks devastated, but he really needs to get the fuck over it. And the episode ends with Kenan kissing Lale in her room, even though she seems like very confused and not into it and is like, are you high? (laughs) Is the last thing that she says and he thinks that's very romantic for some reason. So, you know, stuff's going on. going to move into the gossip slash banter slash spilling the last one-fifth of Eski's tea section
1: it has already been spilled oh. into my mouth
0: <laughs> <laughs> um what do you guys want to talk about first for this episode we have a lot a lot to discuss
2: so I think I mean it's clear that Kenan has feelings for Lale still like he it's like the thing that never was yeah um like he's definitely like for her for him she's like the one that got away mm-hmm. but I think I don't know I, I I'm I'm having a hard time thinking how Lala is gonna fall into that although he kisses her in the hotel room doesn't he but the yeah, champagne she,
1: she kind of kisses her back yeah, as well like. yeah
0: well they they kind of just cut away so we don't really yeah know. Like, yeah she could it, pull away and slap him in the next second true. we don't really know I-
1: true I sincerely hope that's what she will do (laughs) do
2: I I mean I think it's hard otherwise cause like I don't know that would be odd that like she would give up her life for a guy that she doesn't seem to have really have any feelings for Mm -hmm.
0: I yeah at least from what they've shown us I think she's completely over him and he's like completely obsessed with her and it's totally one sided but who knows
1: I do, I, I like how over him she is, though. Like, she does, mm-hmm. like, doesn't even cross her mind that, like, what's going on. Like, she's like, oh, this is weird. But, like, she doesn't think, oh, God, like, I'm feeling things against, like, and that's absolutely just not even on her radar.
0: Right, right.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, McCreepy, McCreepy yeah. Pants is the out there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's so weird that Selim is, like, so convinced when... Yeah she's definitely not into canada like she's just you know it's it's sad because like, like i feel like it's something that could probably be solved like in a conversation between right. the two of them right that's what kills know? me
1: about the show is that no one talks to each other and it's yeah. this crazy hoe running around <laughs> lying to people it's the same with uh her i forget what the old assistant's name is but like if she literally just picked up the phone uh, to, gay. yeah if Ozge literally just picked up the phone and called Nade just to be like hey no, no hard feelings or whatever which I mean is like true but like now they're like too far the rift is too big already for them to do that either side it's just like so painful to watch If <laughs> one pair of these people who've been messed up would talk to each other like us this whole thing would unravel
0: but they don't <laughs> they really don't
2: yeah, that's that's bad. The other thing that I thought was really odd about this episode that ties into the whole Kenan and Lale is Muge as like the third wheel, but now she's like really close friends with them, but it felt in previous episodes like she was under them. I don't know. I It it didn't feel to I me agree. like she was part of that inner yeah. circle. It totally. felt like
0: she was part of the inner circle, but she was the lowest ranking person for sure. And um. I think Asla might have an ally if she ever figures out Muga's history. Like, I'm sure Muga is still pissed about that. That was awful.
1: Was the broadcast with the two of them, like, a test? Or was it um, actually aired? Because I can't imagine Asla wouldn't know if it was actually aired with the two of them together.
0: Seemed like it aired, didn't it?
1: That's what I thought. But it's weird also. It's kind of out of character for Asla to not, like go for the jugular by going straight to yeah (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i'm sure she has a plan (laughs) history's taught us anything she has a plan
1: yeah also when that one guy at the meeting was like is this real like you've only been here for like two seconds and you're assisted already is this really like the career trajectory you wanted like (laughs) he was so rude and i was like dude shut up She's gonna kill you
2: (laughs) (laughs) but also like I feel like in a lot of jobs, I don't know if journalism maybe isn't one of them, but like there's a lot of jobs where you need to be an assistant before you can go up. Yeah, in the yeah. I
1: I didn't really understand what his point was. Also, like, was he like I thought initially he was skeptical that she'd been there for such a short time and achieved such a high ranking position, but then like at the end of his rude comment, he seemed to imply that like it was a lowly position. So I was like, dude, I don't even know what your angle is, but you're gonna get killed. So stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> bad choice
0: <laughs> I mean I I also don't really under like I I get I don't know I feel like it's a very old-fashioned concept that the assistant is being groomed for the job I feel like being an assistant is a completely different job from being a journalist or being a news anchor
1: yeah I think if so, you're like the assistant to an actor or actress or a director or something I feel like then oh i I'm now in show business I'm going to all these things I'm meeting all these people oh maybe mm. I can get an audition or whatever mm. maybe my mm. script will get read that seems believable to me but journalism is yeah it seems like more of a desk job that some people get to do on tv but like ultimately you should be in the trenches gathering information versus right. like fo- following around a you know a celebrity newscaster but yeah I, I don't know it it, I, it seems weird to me too but also like I don't know like in just like knowing kind of a little i got a small taste of like the corporate environment in turkey when i when i did an internship there and i did not take out enough people to be in charge of the company i was interning at that was lesson learned i should have been more ruthless and <laughs> like gotten everybody fired on, by
0: on, the oh. end of the summer you could have been in charge <laughs> i could have
1: been in charge by the us timeline so real <laughs> missed opportunity on my part um but it's very hierarchical with like that's com- that was completely accurate. Like any, I think even if I was working at a multinational, like American headquartered company, but it was very, very hierarchical, like even beyond the normal hierarchy of it being a corporate place. Like it was, mm-hmm. there was just like such a, so much importance and weight given to like, oh, this person is a title. Like, is that the manager title? Is that the director title? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Versus like now working in the us at an american company i'm like i i i don't like yes like the titles matter to some degree but it's like it feels a lot more egalitarian um the ranks were definitely very very well defined and and you felt the stratification in the turkish corporate environment and also like like even like low people like at the company i currently work for um who are at the director level for example wouldn't have secretarial staff, but like I remember at this other company I interned at, like they they, like had an army of assistants. It's like, is this just so like everyone has a job? Like I don't understand why you need so much (laughs) assistance. So in that respect, it's also like somewhat believable to me that like it would just like swell the ranks with with people. Um Mm -hmm. the way this this uh new um media outlet seems to be but Anyway, suspend suspend our disbelief because everything else that's done up to this
2: point has been completely insane too. So, <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but also, okay, other things that I think were kind of interesting. Selim seems like much older than Lale and Nuge in that first scene, doesn't like. I feel like if you're if you own a restaurant, you're not like as young as I don't know. It takes capital to do that
1: I don't I mean I had I'd imagine that it was maybe like five or seven years I mean I don't know how long ago that was that didn't seem like it was that long ago
0: I mean I think I think that they like did Muge's like and Lale's hair and makeup and then they just like put selim in a different shirt so I think that if they had like gray away his hair it would have been you would have
1: i think he had more gray hairs in like the present day scenes though i think they did like die over it a little bit okay but...
2: slightly But slightly <laughs> i don't know i felt the whole salim thing was like not very believable and we didn't get enough context regarding the end of the canon relationship and the start of the salim relationship
1: yeah yeah they should have shown us more of like can I'm being a douchebag like yes I can fill in the blanks because I hate him but you know it would have been better storytelling to show give us more than just like the plate throwing or whatever that, <laughs> and that was that wasn't even him that was not it yeah. <laughs> being really angry
2: yeah I think um, we're but gonna also, more. yeah did, did did you guys think Mulgay was bad at the tv show presenting I thought she was okay like she seemed fine she wasn't yeah. as good as Lale, I thought. I mean, obviously on purpose,
0: but like. I mean, I thought
2: it was. She she bad.
0: definitely seems to
1: be working harder behind the scenes. Like, it seemed like she had prepared everything for that mm. broadcast. So that's probably also why she was very mad because maybe in her head she thought, oh, well, I pulled my weight more. So than some people, <laughs> and now some people get to be on camera.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> True true yeah i don't know i i like thought, thought that was a bit too dramatic
1: i wonder if Kenan also like whispered in the executive's ears to be like you know there's really only one good person here just because he's probably was trying to puppet master not his career too
0: yeah for sure even though they had broken up at that point so that's interesting too
1: oh had their oh that's right yeah they had still i feel like he would do that Oh yeah, and she
2: goes sure. to dinner with with this guy who then proposes to her. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope she slaps him at the start of the next episode.
0: I think she will. I feel like she's or at very, least push him. <laughs> like doesn't want to. She's no. not interested in this whole thing. So right. But the problem is that Selim believes it, so it's going to ruin their relationship no matter what.
1: Yeah yeah whenever I, when, as i watch the show i'm like does it really take like so little to like so distrust but i guess it does i guess that's realistic like people especially if people are like yeah. inclined to believe like Satan was clearly primed and ready to go
0: yeah
1: at the slightest Plus,
2: also has seen that Kenan is like interested in rekindling yeah. the relationship yeah yeah so. and they work and,
0: together and- exactly weird hours and yeah Ooh, god
1: I hate, <laughs> I hate i hate asla and i hate Kenon.
0: okay hate. so what are your odds at this point that asla's sitting in the chair at the end of season one and Lale is like in disgrace
1: they're just being utterly insane for like just because like like what um what's his face was saying what's what's the boyfriend's name Yusuf. Yusufia. bush, bush. Yusuf, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Like what Yusuf was saying, like, yeah, what are you gonna do? Like, you're gonna get there, and then like you're gonna actually, you think you're actually gonna be like good at this? Like, that was such a good point because like she has not worked one second so far. She like, (laughs) okay, I saw her take one phone call in this episode, which was like seemed work related and not like conniving related.
0: (laughs) It was a montage. There were several phone calls. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Okay, so like, but also like her her lies are very little. Sorry, are very unbelievable. Like the. I want you to celebrate yourself and have champagne so you remember yeah. how much you've worked Ugh. for. Like, no one believes you.
1: I know. You're so right, though, Sammy, that like she acts so unbelievably weird around Dada that's like, oh my God, Dada, how are you not just like security? <laughs> I know. She's weird? like, I'm are you really
0: here. happy with your life? It's like, <laughs> girl, you've known each other for one day. Go away. <laughs> It was just like I love you to the
1: to <laughs> as It's like shut up you yeah, insincere well, When monster. she said that,
0: I wanted to hurl. That was awful. yeah, it was awful. Um. Okay, so like Game of Thrones style, who's going to be sitting on the throne at the end of this season? Throne being the news anchor chair.
1: I don't like may. I don't know about the end of this season, just because they were like at each other's throats in the house. Hmm. I feel like if my prediction for the end of the season is that Nada is gonna know, like Nada might be fired mm. or, or, or Asla might have something on her or, or makes something look very compromising and like threatens Nada. And then that is like, wow, I'll kill you. <laughs> and then I think there's gonna be this show was like in the top 10 in many countries, like most watched series. So this mm. is definitely getting a second season. Um, I think the second season could be, like, Asla tries to finish what she started, a.k.a. be and then Lale's like knows that Asla's evil and is trying to, like, get out of whatever predicament Asla's put her in. I don't... I would like Asla to not be on the throne at the end of this season, but I guess they could put her on the throne and then, like, have season two be, like, nada who is now disgraced, like, trying to claw her way back.
0: I would like to see that, Yeah, yeah.
1: But clearly not. It becomes aware of something by the end of this season that leads to the like fight scene in the first very first part of the first episode. But I'm I want going to with what to we said
0: Earlier, I'm saying Yusuf.
2: Yeah, Surprise is going to be contender
0: for the throne. Yeah, hmm.
2: I feel like he's not. He's too socially awkward to be at the top. But I feel like they're going to have a puppet or something. And I think if. Um, what's her name asla gets to the top she's going to like not feel satisfied by it like she's going to realize that that's not going to make her happy because like i mean it doesn't make sense that you think that one thing in your life is going to make you happy (laughs) and when you do that it almost always turns out that that alone is not enough
0: Mm
1: -hmm. i mean I, i we really do need some um Background on osla at this point, like there's three episodes left in this season.
0: Yeah. What about if Muge is on the throne at the end? Lali gets dumped. osla thinks it's gonna be her. Yeah. Actually,
1: and then it's Muge. And, then, and what's her, uh, what's her face? Osla could be puppet mastering Muge.
0: Could like, be. She, yeah. Because Muge would be pretty easy to get fired, I think.
2: Yeah, totally. She's. I feel like she's on thin ice. Well, it's also weird because, like, if they're such close friends and they see she has a drinking problem, like, they should try and be good friends about it and, like, mm-hmm. have a conversation nope. about it.
0: No, <laughs> no. Nope, nope. They'd rather just, like, say snide things in a corner.
2: God. Yeah, now that we find out that, that, like, she, like, they're the three musketeers, I just feel really crappy about how she gets treated and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. I feel like they're being really crappy to her.
0: Okay. End of this section. I think so. All right. So now we're going to move on to the history section where we are talking about, uh, it's a little bit of a stretch this week, folks, but I think it'll be fun anyway. We're, so they mentioned that the beach town they went to is Kuyukuy, and the ancient name of that town is Medea, or Medea, and so we're going to be talking about Medea in Greek mythology and also Medea in Tyler Perry mythology. So.
1: <laughs> Spelled slightly different, but doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> Hold on to your hats, folks. It's going to be a wild ride. <laughs>
2: I'm assuming I'll do the Greek mythology Please. one because I haven't seen anything by Tyler Bader.
1: I haven't either, but it doesn't Me matter. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so Medea was uh, is, is this woman from Greek mythology. She's well known also because she was in Euripides' tragedy. He wrote a tragedy called Medea, which also tells her story um but basically she well apparently the name means planner or schemer Mm. um I think she's even mentioned I don't know if if it's in Macbeth but I feel like she's mentioned in in a shape in a work of Shakespeare because she's a very well-known witch like kind of one of her claims to fame is that she's a well-known sorceress or witch um so she was born the daughter of a king the king of cult Goldkiss. I don't know how to pronounce Mm -hmm. that. Um, But it's in in the, um, it was like in Georgia basically because it was located on the Black Sea, western Georgia. And she was a niece of Circe who was also kind of a minor goddess from Greek mythology. Um, So she's related to uh, Poseidon
1: then because I think Circe is Poseidon's daughter but through someone.
2: Well, according to this tiny Wikipedia thing. It says she's either a daughter of the god Helios and the oceanid nymph Perse or the goddess ticket and this I, I can't pronounce Circe is or who is? Yeah. Oh Circe. Yeah. Um And there was a there's a very famous book that's like a fictional tale of her story, I think, that is very um Well, people liked it a lot. I haven't read it, so basically, she's the niece of Helios, who's the god that takes the like, basically makes the sun come out every day with the chariot, and um, she's part of the myth of of Jason and the Argonauts. Um, and she basically, as I mentioned, she's a a, like her main claim to fame is that she's a sorceress, and she was um often mentioned as a priestess of the goddess Hecate. Who, or I don't know how you pronounce this in English. I just I could say it, it with, with my Spanish. It, yeah. I'm sorry, Hecate. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she she was kind of um the helper maiden that uh, accompanied Jason on his search for the golden fleece. Um, and she fell in love with him, so she used her magic to save him. And when he finishes his quest, she abandons her home and goes west with Jason. And they settle in Corinth and get married. And um, so basically the tragedy the like the tragedy begins, especially in, in um Euripides tragedy, when after 10 years together, Jason and her like fin- like end of the relationship. And it's because Jason uh, leaves her to marry the uh Creusa who's the daughter of another king who was the king of Corinth and she has so, like sons with Jason and they're banished from Corinth when he leaves her and um basically what she does is in revenge she kills uh Jason's new wife with poison gifts and then she kills her own children um before fleeing to Athens where she marries yet another king um who apparently was the like the founder of Athens like the whole his whole story is that he's the founder of Athens um so each story tells something different um Herodotus says that she leaves Athens and settles in Iran um where she changes her name to Medes and I feel like Medes oh and and like the Medes were like a group of people who lived in Iran who -hmm. had like their own language and sto- and like culture and they um lived in the 11th century bc so i don't know apparently it ties with everything um but basically she she's known kind of this i mean you know that in our society i guess i don't know how else to say it, like killing your own children is like probably one of the i mean it's like a very awful thing to do and obviously it like marks someone as a particular kind of person so of course um this is quite you know it makes her quite evil or like makes her I don't even know how to articulate this it like <laughs> makes her into a particular archetype so basically like kind of the story is that she she fell in love with Jason and so she like leveraged her abilities to get him to marry her, but he kind of only married her because of her abilities. So of course that makes it kind of a doomed um marriage. But basically she was the one who allowed him to, to get the, the golden fleece. Um I think it and wasn't was
1: Colchis course... also like where the fleece was like so she was also like from where the fleece was um
0: if not, let me read. There, then nearby, definitely.
2: Yeah. The golden fleece. Yeah, it's in Colchis. Yeah,
1: because nerd alert! I make flashcards for trivia now. I just did a mythology deck a couple weeks ago. Colchis is one of my cards. <laughs> I think I
2: think you would be better off doing this history section than me. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm, I am was really uh, confident that Circe was the daughter of uh, Poseidon, so I must check and revise my flashcard if that's not the case. Let's this, Google her. Yeah. This New York no. Times book of essential knowledge may have led me astray. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the thing is that apparently, and according to Wikipedia, there's a lot of different stories about her. That's because... true.
1: Everyone has like different parentage, like exactly. Elba Minor nymphs and stuff. Yeah, it's a mess. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, should we go on to Madia? Madia, yes. <laughs> Madia, yes. Madia. Okay, so Madia. Uh, that's actually a nickname for her. Her real name is Mabel Earlene Simmons. Oh, um, She is a character created and portrayed by Tyler Perry. Um, she was born in 1935 um, in Louisiana, uh, but raised in New Orleans. I, uh, there's a, a very detailed character, fictional biography, because she has literally been the titled character of no fewer than 11 i think movies <laughs> um, i'm sorry 11 plays because tyler perry originated her as a stage character um and then there have been one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve including a medea homecoming which is coming out in 2022 or maybe already came out i'm not sure um did it already come out let me see We'll put a plug. It did come out February 25th on Netflix for anyone who's interested. <laughs> uh, a Madea homecoming. Because, of that, I think I counted what, like 11, 12 movies and 11 stage plays. And there was an animated film, apparently, called Madea's Tough Love. Um, and she's also uh, guest starred in other tyler perry properties like house of pain meet the browns love thy neighbor so medea is definitely like the flagship tyler perry character and uh what else can i say about her um so tyler perry says she is exactly the pg version of his mother and his aunt i loved having an opportunity to play to pay homage to them she would beat the hell out of you but make sure the ambulance got there in time to make sure they could set your arm back which certainly sounds like she's a nicer person than Medea, who would just kill your children and her children (laughs) (laughs) at any perceived slight um let's see um of course now because all the movies are set in the atlanta area unless you know traveling is happening of some of some kind is happening it's in atlanta so she lives in atlanta this this fictional character lives in atlanta (laughs) um and oh and she's got a little bit of a criminal record but it's all it's all pretty it's all pretty minor stuff except for maybe Assault with a deadly weapon—that sounds kind of dangerous. Oh, no. um,
0: <laughs> Madia, what are you
1: doing? <laughs> there is a there is a movie called medea Goes to Jail. She was uh, placed Good. under anger management, and and her anger management uh, um, treatment was overseen by Doctor Phil. So you know that's really that's important. Wow. And the uh, judge Greg Mathis makes a cameo. She's on the View. A lot is happening here. Um, you know, for you know, one of three people here who's not seen any of these movies, it's really there's really a lot going on on this Wikipedia page. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's uh, there's definitely a whole mythology here that I know nothing about firsthand. Um, but I am pleased to have learned that she started out as a as a stage character. I did not know that Tyler Perry did like stage performances before his media empire came about. I kind of felt like oh Tyler Perry just like owns all of media (laughs) that was just how. (laughs) that was just my perception of things but he started out on on, uh on stage so anyway I don't know we can we can debate who is who is the more intense Medea slash Medea I still think mythology Medea is 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 way more insane (laughs) (laughs) and dangerous (laughs) but
0: yeah, I, I really can't judge without seeing the movies. So, yeah, I don't know. yeah,
1: we'll have to. And then <laughs> just re- read every myth and then watch every Tyler Perry movie and then make a judgment call about, you know, five, five years from now when we, <laughs> when we get through all of that content.
0: <laughs> um, do you think there is a connection between Medea and muscles? Because it seems like it's the same word, Medea, according to the na- name of the town that us here.
2: I don't know. I mean, I, they had a lot of muscles in the town, or
1: something. Like <laughs> <laughs> Let me, like, just Google. I'm gonna go to the Turkish um, official kind of Turkish dictionary that is maintained um, by the Turkish Language Institute. I'm wondering. So it comes immediate. It's its etymology is from Greek. So possibly, I don't know. Like.
0: Maybe it doesn't only mean schemer. It also means muscles.
1: <laughs> muscles. <laughs> <laughs>
0: to clarify to the listeners, muscles like the shellfish, not muscles like on your body. No, it comes...
1: It comes from the... Uh, the so the genus of bivalves mitilis, is what media comes from. So mm. and I don't know what the... What is the etymology of <laughs> Metillus? Metalli Metilidae is the family. Oh my god. This is very <laughs> This is deep. This is deep. And there's an order. Metilida. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Metilida etymology. Nope. I think I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's a mystery. Um, Okay, so now that we've really solved that one, now (laughs) we're gonna move on to our favorite and final section, which is What the Fuck, Sultan of Success, and Fatima's Hit List. Also, because one of your hosts is incompetent, we forgot our not safe for work moment that was supposed to be in the gossip section, so we're also going to do not safe for work.
2: Having champagne in your boss's office <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, while everyone outside a, is working.
0: In a enclosed not glass office. Yeah. Not good. Uh, I have two not safe for work moments. One is merely because I find Oslis so appalling, but <laughs> her, her slow strut up to work on yeah. her first day as an assistant. Ugh. if i saw anybody walking into my office like that i'd be like okay you're fired
1: <laughs> <laughs> your ambiance i hate it get your out
0: vibe is not safe for work <sighs> um, and then also when yusuf grabs asla's ass at the coffee cart oh right in front of their office i hate him that is not safe for work Ezgi, did you have one
1: i'm trying to think of what hasn't been said
0: <sighs> i mean kenan's like Attempted yeah. butt grab at the news
2: conference. Oh well, there's another one when Hate she, him? um, when she just barges into Lale's house, like treats the housekeeper kind of poorly. Oh and yeah. shit! Like, yeah, that was. I mean, like she, the whole scheming to get her to go to her house, like everything. Like you have to wear the Lale heels. Like, you know, the, yeah. the heels, no, and, like, and Lada
1: of the Lada heels, like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what shoes? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, everything like Kenan has done throughout the whole show is NSFW, but <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. He's and the problem. I'm... Yeah. Yeah.
0: At least he and Osla have not been- slept together yet although i'm sure it's imminent she Mm. like puts on lala's clothes or something
1: yeah cosplay
0: (laughs) (laughs) um okay what the fucks
2: yeah just what i what i just said literally like (laughs) just her treating this woman who works at lala's house like shit and then she realizes the husband's there and the husband doesn't pick up that this girl who's treating this woman badly that's probably a bad sign yeah you know? that's yeah, like the number one red flag
1: that. about people is like how they treat service workers yeah um yeah she didn't pass the test for sure <laughs>
0: uh i have what the fuck to asla's weird dress over tailored shirt
1: so yeah horrible Hate horrible
0: hate it. also i like never know i've seen
1: outfits like that on other like media and I can never tell if it's like one unit or did they truly just put on a shirt and then like pulled over
2: that <laughs> nonsense but also the thing is that like the, the breast cups yeah the breast like, cups oh. the breast cups are just awkward because yeah. they like look really big and like they're yeah, un- yeah. unfilled but yeah. they're like, like not in the right weird. place they're yeah. like <laughs> half yeah. the
0: entire time and also the co- whole color scheme of it, like, ugh, I just hate it.
1: It's on brand for her other outfits, though. Yeah, she is.
0: It truly is.
1: Her her outfits tend to be NSFW. Like, women can wear whatever they want, totally. But you know, some things are objectively ugly, and she wears some very, very <laughs> ugly clothes.
0: <laughs> yeah, this wasn't like uh, inappropriate in any way. Yeah, it was just, like revolting to the eye.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean by NSFW. Like, please <laughs> just try, it. just just wear something that's pleasing to the eye.
0: <laughs> what um, about yours? Eski?
1: God, I really, I know like the point of the show isn't really to be political, like about like actual politics, but like, come on, you're going to share to do a hard-hitting piece on renewable energy in share and to like grill some like bureaucrat of like not that big of a city, and it was like a big thing, like. She acted like they've had a huge scoop on something, or like they cornered this mid-level bureaucrat into saying something condemning. But it's like your your main story is about like renewable energy, and again, not even like top five biggest city, <laughs> one of the top five biggest cities in Turkey. So it's like why is this? Why would you have to go on location for this? And why is it like the best journalistic moment of your career <laughs> to have this interview? I thought that was very strange like in their attempts to like not bring real current events or politics into anything it's like god what kind of an alternate reality is this that this is like <laughs> the thing the, the topic of interest in turkey it's like in real turkey it's <laughs> massive inflation and <laughs> people not being able to afford anything it's like oh but in this turkey it's renewable energy and education. okay
0: <laughs> well i think that's really interesting like do you think that that is a conscious choice to like undermine her as like a real journalist the fact that the stories she's worked on are like bugging you because they're not really that important or do you think it's like we don't want to offend anybody and we want to make her job seem important let's do this story
1: I think it's more like that I think it's more the latter personally but I don't know like it it seems like too many layers of like meta
0: yeah it Uh, might be a little meta.
1: yeah um also like there are plenty of like pro-government media outlets in Turkey that will report stories like that Mm -hmm. and not talk about like anything that's actually of concern to the populace because it's like you know if more people realize how like it's not just them having a tough time like you know that could lead to a lot of unrest and things that you know a government in power doesn't want um so I do think like that alternative reality does exist in modern day and in actual real Turkey too but um I, I think that the show has just made a choice to like portray this hard-hitting journalist in like an alternate reality, like an actual alternate reality, uh, not like a uh, the the current media landscape's construct of an alternate reality. Mm-hmm. But it's still, like but it's
2: kind of funny because. Oh, annoying. sorry.
1: Go ahead. No, I was just say it's still annoying as like someone who follows what's going on in Turkey in twenty twenty two to see a show that was made in twenty twenty two would be so detached.
2: Right. But what's crazy is that Lale thinks she's, like, a hardcore journalist, but basically what she's doing is, like, fluff pieces about dumb yeah. stuff that, like, has no yeah. substance.
1: That big thing, like, on the flash drive that we'll never find out because yeah. Austin drowned it in a coffee cup. Like, what was that?
0: <laughs> I mean, was- they've made it very clear that the show is not about the news, but... No is it not about the news because this news station is not about the news or is it just because this is a dumb drama show that wants us to focus on the dumb drama
1: but like just like even think about like shows like uh, I, I this is just like the first thing that came to mind i i do not condone kevin spacey or anything he's done anyway but like house of cards like the fake you know made up news in that version of the u.s was still like Oh, this could totally happen in the u.s or this mm-hmm. sounds like this thing that happened in the u.s um in the you know 2010s versus yeah like this is all as sophia said very well fluff piece, like objectively fluff pieces
2: <laughs> yeah 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 Interesting. i mean that stuff about the coal miner being fired after 40 like yeah. I'm sorry for you coal miner but like there's worse this is not national news country. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's so dumb that she feels so empowered and like entitled and like she's doing a really good job but like no you're not yeah (laughs) but i assume that's also because they didn't want to make the show actually political because like if they made it actually political i think i
1: think it i think it was an intentional choice but like they didn't realize how comical it comes off like their attempt at escapism like you could still have like I don't know like a a made-up political party a made-up um member of parliament has like some kind of a sex or it doesn't even have to be a sex scandal like maybe he embezzled like you could like do something that's like still not nsfw but like is more hard-hitting than solar power panels or whatever was was her big news yeah anyway that's my long
2: long wtf I mean, it's a very justified WTF.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, okay, I have a WTF about the champagne that I mentioned uh-huh. at the very beginning. Like
1: Just one bottle making them? One bottle.
0: They had just opened the new bottle, they told yeah. us. And they were splitting it between two people over probably the course of a couple hours, right? So I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> Ladies, drink more. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then Dada the like had a glass of wine when she got home too, right?
0: Yeah. Yes, she did. She had so, to have her glass of red wine. She's a classy lady like that. Okay. And then my final what the fuck is to Silium. I, I have never been a restaurant owner, but I have to assume that they have more work to do than just like leaning and looking sexy on the counter and like giving free things to people.
1: Yeah. I wonder when they like thought that he should be a restaurant owner. Like, did they know that? Definitely from this episode. Yeah. Definitely
0: this episode. There's been no hint of this beforehand. Yeah, he
2: for sure was just a stay-at-home dad until they decided that he <laughs> needed to have something to do.
0: A hundred percent.
2: So sloppy,
1: why? Why you do this? <laughs> be better. They don't have to be better though. This is like one of the most watched shows. It's still <laughs> it's so entertaining.
0: They don't have yeah. to be better. They're doing great. <laughs> uh okay, who is your Sultan of Success?
1: It's like, is it anyone other than us, so like even everyone's even being puppet candidate? mastered.
0: Yeah. I mean, Yusuf got a very successful career this episode. I mean, not Selim. Selim mm-hmm. got a very successful That's career this episode without any work. Yeah. Um Let's see. Lale broke a big energy scandal of some kind. <laughs> I think it has to be Asla.
1: Yeah. God. I mean, yeah, We could. We could give it to Sidon for literally just like being a a man who can be at home all day but still run a very successful lucrative <laughs> restaurant.
0: <laughs> and successfully hit on people from his successful restaurant and get home like before
1: his newscaster wife when like a restaurant i feel like a restaurant tour would get home at like probably two in the morning
2: (laughs) yeah i feel like that's probably i mean it would have to only open at lunch or something dumb like that but then he wouldn't make any money from i don't know i yeah it just doesn't fit in
0: So yeah kind of like I feel like wild, restaurant hours the are really 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 long
1: yeah so yeah he's very successful if he can just like be at home all the time yeah love, love that for him
0: okay great I'm taking away from Asla and I'm giving it to Selly. Good. yeah
1: yeah we, we need that <laughs> we need to give someone than Asla something
0: um okay Fatma's hit list Asla, <laughs> Asla. i will say Kenan
1: canon too yeah
0: true canon's come on in the in the hotel room where she's like repeatedly like are you high? what are you talking about and then he's like i'm just gonna make out with you now
1: would you have to drink (laughs) yeah agreed
0: is there anybody else um i mean asla obviously but like i feel like we've done her every time yeah Mm -hmm.
1: is super like vile to me
2: but yeah yeah He's pretty vile, and he like has a weird control over her.
1: I'd like to keep him around only to undermine Oslo's plot, not to do any. To be clear, not to do anything like physically to her, but to just ruin her scheme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think we can go with Ken- Kenan because I'm sure Bush will have his moment in the sun or lack of sun
0: soon. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um okay but I I also feel kind of bad about Selim because I feel like he mistrusts his wife so much I'm like they've built their whole life together and
0: and she's she's like never lied to him him.
2: yeah she's worked with Kanan for 10 years or longer and nothing's happened you know like nothing to make him suspicious why now
0: I feel like he wasn't suspicious at all in the beginning of the show too like it's just he was like primed for it and once also suggested he was like oh yeah i need to be suspicious all the time well he seemed he did
1: seem to be annoyed like even in the first episode by like how late she consistently came home and he would always kind of which was like stupid because like he'd be like oh what were you doing it's like well i was working on tv which you watched so like also like clearly where they live is like not close to anything so it would take a while to get to their uh, mansion but
0: i know she needs like a -a pied-a-terre right next to the office yeah it's too late
2: but that would be like a like very suspicious it would be yeah it would
0: be
1: like oh wow she's with
0: cheating on me (laughs) yeah yeah
1: she can't do anything this poor woman can't do anything right like if people believe anything about That's her. That's why
0: I so desperately want to see Lale's Revenge as like the next episode yes. or the next season or something where she just like comes back and absolutely destroys Asla.
1: Except probably half the season will be her like not knowing how to work a smartphone because she's of like oh. the older generation and they keep like <laughs> they keep like emphasizing the generational gap, which is kind of BS at this point, because everyone knows how to use a smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm glad we didn't get narr- we didn't get any narrator action, did we? This oh my episode? gosh, you're
0: right. I didn't Because no. he's he's
1: he's usually on Fatma's hit list for me.
2: But Fatma, you I think got they for,
1: they forgot <laughs> yeah.
2: the narrator. They did the narrator for like three episodes and then oh, oh I forgot. I don't want to do the narrator anymore. <laughs> I think Fatma was successful. I think we yeah. sent her
0: out and she did yeah. the deed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but if uh if he comes back next episode, well it's not like we can impose any consequences on Fatma because we're also scared of her but you know we'll be very disappointed
0: yes Fatma please do your job properly but if you don't we have nothing to say about it yeah so it's
1: also you can do whatever you want (laughs) just don't kill us
0: please don't kill us (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, thank you all so much for listening. Congratulations to Silium, our sultan of success, probably your one and only win for this, but good job you on getting a super easy, super successful career in one episode. And watch out to Kenan, we do not like what you're doing, please give up on this unrequited love thing, go away and never bother us again, Fatma, go for it uh next time we will be talking about episode six where hopefully everything turns around and Asla is completely ruined but we doubt it
1: wow that'd be great and then just like two (laughs) episodes of God killing it like being great at her job having a perfect family I would love love that that
0: That would be I mean it'd be terrible tv but it would yes (laughs) (laughs) um thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you guys next time